ladies, you are listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Did you know that four out of five women struggle with confidence and knowing who they are? This show is dedicated to helping women lead their lives with fearless confidence and to know how amazing they truly are. In this show, you will hear from women who are emerging fearlessly, who have overcome many obstacles to pursue their dreams and passions, and they will inspire you and encourage you to stand up, step out, and speak up. Be your authentic self and bring your true gifts to the world. My name is Janelle Anderson, and I am your host. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a great review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Women Emerging Fearlessly. Today's episode is a little bit out of the norm for me, but I'm really, really excited to bring you my guest because she epitomizes the whole idea of when you get in your midlife years and you get older and you start realizing, hey, I need to start living my life and doing some fun stuff. And that's what she did. And so um, it's going to be really a fun episode to learn about the adventures of Kim Machura. And she is just, she's just like you and me, you know, she's been working for 21 years in the same uh, field of procurement. And she's raised her kids, two kids that are now grown, one's uh, recently engaged daughter and a son who is married. She's an empty nester. She's single. She was divorced 20 years ago. So she's been on her own for a long time. And what started off as a whim turned into this life-changing journey. And that's what I really am excited to have her share with you today. And she's here to tell us all about a year of dating me. So Kim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you. I think this is going to be a lot of fun to hear all about your journeys and your adventures and just be an inspiration to other women who maybe are sitting around thinking, well, what do I do with my life now? You know, I remember thinking that when I was in my fifties and, and I realized one day I'm not even having any fun. How come I'm not having any fun? (laughs) (laughs) And we just get so busy with life that we forget to have fun. And so you decided to have some fun. So tell us a little bit about what brought you to that point where you decided to start going on these adventures? Okay. Um, I had gone in December to go see, it's called uh, Las Noches de las Luminarias. And that was um, at our Desert Botanical Gardens. It has all the luminaries everywhere. And it was so much fun. I had never been, which is crazy because I've lived in Arizona my whole life. And um, so I thought, oh, that's fun. And then a few weeks later, I was watching a YouTube video of a, I, I love nail polish and it was a nail polish vlogger and she made her own nail polish and started her own nail polish line. And I thought, what? I thought <laughs> that had to be done in a factory. And so those two things got me thinking like, wow, I'm just kind of bored and not just bored. I'm boring. Like I have nothing to contribute to a conversation. And I thought, boy, if I was dating someone, we would go on all these fun little adventures. And I thought, why can't I? Why can't Mm -hmm. I just date myself and take myself on these fun little adventures? And so I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to do something every month that I had never done before. And uh, I started posting it on Instagram with the hashtag a year of dating me. Cool. And so that actually kept me accountable to post every month because the first month that I really struggled was April to get something. And I had people, gosh, I can't wait for your adventure. When are you doing it? And it's like April 28th. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, you know, I have to do something. It was a Saturday or something like that. I'm like, I've got to find something to do and post it. I have people now counting on me. That's too funny. So you start posting it and people are asking for it and that yes. made you do it. That is cool. That's what really made me accountable. Um, my adventure that I did in May, I actually wanted to do it in February, but they were booked until May and that was glass blowing. Wow. So yeah. So cool. cool. Yeah. So I remember when I kind of started, you know, like I said, thinking, well, what am I doing for fun? And what my first thought was, I thought of things I wanted to do, but then I thought, well, who's going to do them with me? And it was stop. And I realized it was stopping me because my husband wasn't really interested. And I had been kind of subconsciously waiting around for him to want to do stuff with me. And then it dawned on me, like, if I'm going to go have fun and do these things, I, I should just go by myself, you know, and, and that was a little bit hard. It was kind of scary. So you, you started doing things by yourself, right? Yes. Um, 90% of mine were by myself. And that was scary. Like in February, I did pole dancing and striptease. And that was really scary to walk in wow. thinking, you know, I'm walking into a room all by myself with people I don't know. Because some things were fine to do by yourself. You know, like the first one, I made my own nail polish and I stayed at home. That was no big deal. So now I had to go out into the world, into something that is very uncomfortable and, you know, try something new all by myself. I didn't have a support system. And it was, that actually became one of the most fun things that I had done. And it was very liberating. And it really um, awakened my sensuality and my sexuality for myself on that one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That one, I don't know if I have the guts <laughs> to do that. <laughs> so, so what did you do to overcome that fear of going out and doing that by yourself? Do you remember how you talked yourself into it or what made you like go do it? I paid for the class first. <laughs> okay. And so I paid for the class. And then actually that day I was like, oh gosh, my heart was pounding. I was feeling sick. And I'm like, I really don't want to walk in there. And I'm like, okay, just drive over and see how you feel then. So I drove over and I was like, oh, I don't feel good. And I'm thought I'm going to be, cause I'm a, I'm a fluffy girl. And so <laughs> I thought I'm going to be, you know, the oldest, the biggest, you know, the most uncoordinated one that's here. And I saw ladies walking in and some were young, some were old, some were slim and fit, some were overweight. And I was like, okay, I'll just walk in. And I, I just made myself do one little tiny step at a time. And that's how it, I did it. Once I did my first one, I'm like, I can do this. It was very empowering to, wow. to do that. 
Yeah, that's perfect. One small step. And then you have the courage and the confidence to take the next small step. And before you know it, you're doing it. And then you realize, wow, this is really fun. Yes, it was. And it was, it was so fun. Now I couldn't actually pull myself up on the pole, but that's right. beside the point. That was, that was not the, yeah. that was only part of the journey. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I once did a silks class with my daughter. It was a beginner's class, but I could not for the life of me pull myself up on those silks. I didn't have the grip strength, I think. And all the other people were climbing up there and I kept sliding down and but I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the journey. You don't have to do it perfectly. That's what I, I also learned. You don't have to do everything perfectly. You don't have to know how to do it. You just have to go and try. I love that. Just yeah. try and have some fun. Yeah. Try that's what you do. Fun. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's what life is. You know, we, we can't spend all of our lives being afraid to try new things and staying home and not enjoying life. Uh, we only have one of them. So um, I love that you just jumped in and started doing all these cool things and that you were recording them for other people to see. And hopefully it encouraged them to go out and try some things, not just watch yours. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually, I've had, um, a few people say that it's encouraged them to, to do other things. One friend of mine who is in my book club, um, her and her daughter, uh, started going to a restaurant or, um, a, uh, restaurant slash bar every month. And they started with the alphabet starting in a, so they go to a restaurant that started with the a order an appetizer with an A and a, a cocktail with an A. Oh, how funny. And the next month it was a B. So, you know, people have tried all their different variations on it. Fun, so. fun. I remember when I tried contra dancing and I had two friends who had been inviting me to go with them for years and years. And for some reason, I had this picture in my mind that it was going to be really uh, scary. And I didn't know what contra dancing was and, you know, dancing with people you don't know. It's kind of like, you know, awkward mm -hmm. and, Finally, I tried it. This was during that period of time where I'm like, let me go. I used to love to dance. So let me try this. And I went with my friend the first time and just loved it so much that I just started, it became a part of my life. And I just go by myself all the time. Now we're not doing it because of COVID, but hopefully we'll be back doing it again. It became like the best thing in my life, you know, right? as far as fun and just, you know, letting go and enjoying, enjoying myself, enjoying moving to music and laughing and, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it's about. Just having yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It really is. So tell us about your most memorable adventure. I would have to say that probably the French cooking, Oh, because I, yeah, I did that in September and I thought, oh, this is going to be great because I'm I'm a okay cook, but you know, just basics. And I've never really loved cooking. So I thought this will be fantastic. And I'll get some tips and tricks and I will do cooking. And so I went, it was a three hour long class. Um, we made the appetizer, the main course and the dessert. And you could go back and forth in between stations. There were chefs helping you. And then they served you the meal afterwards. And when I was done with that and I spent all three hours just in the dessert section, I mean, I did jump a little bit to the other two, but I thought I am never going to spend six hours because that's what it would take by yourself <laughs> to make one meal. So <laughs> that's crazy. 
So that one was one I was looking forward to the most and realized it was something that I really did not want to continue doing. No. And so that was really my most memorable. I think you'd have to really love, love, love cooking and preparing food to be willing to spend hours doing it. Yeah. And some people do, which is great because the food's (laughs) wonderful. So tell us about your most challenging adventure. I would say the glass blowing would definitely be the most challenging. Um, First of all, I live in Arizona and it's very hot here. And then it had the ovens, it was in May and they had the ovens have to be 1800 degrees for the molten glass. So it was very hot. I was very nervous, very, very nervous to do that because I, I had worked in a glass shop many, many years ago and I had seen some terrible accidents with that. So I was really terrified to, to go to this thinking, oh, if that glass gets on me, that molten glass, you know, if it falls on your hand, your, your skin, everything's just gone. I mean, I was just really building it up as something really terrifying. And um, actually the instructors help you a lot. They're the ones that get the glass, <laughs> the molten glass out. They, they help you, um, then they get it on the pipe and you pull in everything. But that one was the most challenging for me to even get there because of my own fears and things that I had seen in the past in my life. Yeah, fear can stop you from doing just about anything. And it's usually not, what do they say? 95% of the things we're afraid of never happen or 97% or something. Right. <laughs> so often we we just let it stop us from doing things. So, mm-hmm. you know, you broke through that and you went ahead and did it. That That's another big, huge win, you know. Right. So I have um, some, I have, I actually did two pieces of glass while I was there. So I have a, a flower and a pumpkin now that I keep, sitting out on display in my living room. Just yeah, something to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done a bunch of stuff. You've done zip lining and what are some of the other things you've done? Um, I did a carriage ride. I went to a ghost town. I did a chakra medica- uh, meditation. I went to a museum of contemporary art. I stood on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. <laughs> 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 I also recreated my prom picture 40 years later with my date. His wife took the picture of us. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I went to a corn maze. I've done uh, French macaroons. I've done belly dancing. I've just paddled, rode in a paddle boat. I had never done that. So just all kinds of different things. Oh, fun. So what would you say has been the biggest impact on your life from doing this year of dating you and trying all these different things? How has it changed your life? I think I've become more open to new adventures, new meeting new people. Um, I started setting up um, happy hours with two different groups of people. So I was seeing new people every uh, month. So I had two different happy hours, a book club and an adventure every month. Sometimes I started doing two and three adventures. So I just got out and lived my life instead of just sitting home and, you know, thinking, gosh, that would be fun to do one day. Well, why not today? Yeah, that's great. I, you know, I had, I had people, especially during this COVID thing, you've had, you know, many of us have had people pass away that we loved and think, you know what, there may not be tomorrow. So let's go do something that makes me happy today. 
Yes, that's true wisdom right there. What what have you learned about yourself? Uh, I know you said you're more open, but just in you know overcoming the fears that you've talked about and and just mm-hmm. stepping into places that you know you were afraid of the pole dancing, you were afraid of the glass blowing, and right. I also realized that things aren't always what you imagine they will be, Mm. but they're still pretty fantastic. Like my carriage ride. I always wanted to take a carriage ride with the love of my life. And I did. It was my daughter. So, yeah. So it wasn't what I originally thought it was going to be. You know, I thought it would be a romantic partner, but just because you imagine things one way doesn't mean it's still not something that's very special and something that that's fantastic. So don't let anything stop you just because you have one image in your mind doesn't mean that's the way it has to be. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing that I realized. That's very powerful. And it just makes me think of living in the present moment because oftentimes we, like you said, you know, a lot of times we go to do things and we expect them to be a certain way. And when they aren't we feel like it's ruined or we failed or it kind of just falls apart. But when you're living in the present moment, you take it as it comes and you appreciate whatever's happening. However, it's unfolding. You can enjoy it as it is instead of wishing it was something else. And that's a very powerful way to live. And what a powerful lesson to learn that you've. Yeah, that, that was the one that was really, uh, and that was actually my December adventure. But since I, did that one. And it wasn't what I had always expected in my mind. Mm -hmm. That one has, has really stuck with me that just because, you know, just because you have something, some kind of fantasy doesn't mean the reality isn't going to be as good or even better than what you had imagined. Yes. I love that. That's such a great philosophy and way to live life and enjoy yourself and get the most out of life. And you know, you were present right then with your daughter in that moment. And I'm sure it was a very special time that you'll always remember. Um, I remember one time my daughter and I went on a trip Well, she was going across, she had come across country by herself with her dog when her husband was deployed and stayed here. She lives in California. We're in Virginia. She stayed here for a couple of months and then she was driving back. And on her way back, I joined her for part of the trip from Minnesota to Oregon, I think is when I came home, but uh, we spent two weeks on the road And I just remember thinking, I am going to be as present as I can in every moment so that I don't forget it. I I don't want to, um, you know, how we're always kind of thinking of the next thing or we're not like being present where our mind is off on different things. And then you kind of forget, like you don't remember. But if you can bring yourself in that moment, like all of your senses and really enjoy it and really live it, it stays with you like vividly. And that's what I did. And it's it's so strong with me, um, all the things we did. And I can almost like go back right there, you know, sitting, I remember sitting on a bridge over a stream when we were hiking in the Grand Tetons. It's so gorgeous. And we took a moment just to relax on the bridge. And that is like embedded in my mind because I was just there present, you know, in that moment, listening to the stream and feeling the breeze on my face and enjoying my daughter there with me. Right. So that's that's what you are reminding me of. Yeah, that's exactly it. I made sure that I was present and completely um, immersing myself in each situation that I did. And I started doing that in my whole life. You know, I would just completely immerse myself, all my senses, everything, 
and anything I did. And I found that I enjoyed life so much more. And now I have those memories. And as I recall them, I can even, you know, you can re recall the scent of something, you know, what exactly, you know, how vivid that sunset was. You just, since you were so present and so immersed in it, it just, you can, your memories are so much stronger. It's so true. It's like you take a snapshot in your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's even, it's better than a picture with a camera. I, I know for me, like when I'm in a situation like that and I really want to remember it, I don't want to get my camera out and take a picture because it, that almost like separates you from the moment. Mm -hmm. It does. At my daughter's wedding. Um, I, and later I was like, why didn't I take any pictures? Well, one, my phone kept dying because we were way up in the mountains and it would just drain <laughs> the battery. So I just gave it up. And I wanted to be super present with every moment and I can still like be there. Mm -hmm. And I do have pictures that other people took, but I didn't take any pictures of my own. <laughs> my, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's at my son's wedding. I took a lot of pictures before and, you know, while they were getting ready, cause I was there uh, being able to get ready with the bride and her, her uh, attendance. And then I got to go, you know, over to my son. So I took a lot of before pictures, pictures of the venue and things like that. But during the wedding itself, I don't have any pictures. The reception don't have any pictures because yeah. I was just there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I actually think that's better. I know it's COVID and everything. Are you still doing adventures every month or every week? Or I um, was going to start in 2020 doing um, something every week. Hmm for 2020 and then COVID hit. So that stopped. I have, I will go out and do adventures, but it's not something new. Like I will go hike on South mountain where, you know, by where I live. Um, I will go, you know, on bike rides. I will go do, you know, different things like that, that we can still do that social distancing and, and stuff. So I'm still trying to keep up doing little adventures and being present. And, and uh, you know, even I will even do what's called a listening walk just go out at night, especially the full moon was just here. So, you know, so we just had the beautiful, beautiful full moon and you go out and you just listen, what do you hear? So that brings you really present into, into life. And so those, those are the kinds of adventures I'm doing now, but they still enrich my life. They still make me happy. They still bring me in the present. And yeah, so. and that's what matters. And, you know, I really like that idea of a listening walk. I think our our life is so filled with technology and things that distract us all the time that we have lost a lot of the beauty and the power of being present and listening mm -hmm. and to just take the moment, just do some deep breathing and tune into what are you hearing? I do this often in my backyard. I'll take a break because I work from home. Mm -hmm. So I'll take a break and the dog is wanting to go out and run around in the yard. So I go out there with him and I'll just sit and listen and I'll try to tune into the different songs of the different kinds of birds. Oh yeah. I'll try to tune in. What else am I hearing? Like, Oh, I hear a breeze through the trees and I hear a car going by like that is the, it's so soothing mm -hmm. and it just is so relaxing and just, your senses become so attuned to the moment and right. there's just something really magical about it. I think. Yeah. It's very meditative. And, um, uh, I, I can't take credit for the listening walk. It's a children's book. And my daughter read it when she was in, I think first grade, kindergarten or first grade. And we would do those every night. And so I still do those. I mean, she's, 27 now. So <laughs> that's awesome. But I will still do those. And, and really during COVID that's really helped a lot. Just 
letting things go away. Like I said, it's a bit meditative and you can just focus on the sounds. I mean, of course I have my eyes open while I'm walking. You can't just close your eyes, but I can sit <laughs> in the backyard and, and do that. And, you know, I've done that, have a fire going, just sit there, close my eyes. What do I hear? What do I smell? And yes. just really enjoy life. All your senses. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. What would you say uh, to my listeners, um, maybe to women out there who are so caught up in being busy with everyday stuff, you know, maybe their job or their business and they aren't living life. They aren't having fun. What would be a piece of advice that you could give them? One of the things that I learned was we all have 24 hours in every day. We all have the exact same amount of time. And you're as busy as you want to be. And so if you want to take all your time, just, you know, oh, I'm so busy with work. Oh, I'm so busy doing this. Well, you need to rearrange your priorities a little bit and realize that you need to take some time for yourself, even if it's just two hours once a month to go on a listening walk or go in your backyard and do this. Just take some time to slow down for yourself and do just do one little adventure and it doesn't have to cost money. It can be free. Go on a picnic in a park, just pack up your lunch, drive over there or walk over there and do a little picnic by yourself. Eat your lunch, you know, get up, go, you know, go back home. Just, you know, you, you only have a limited amount of time. And so take some of it and explore yourself and, and learn more about yourself and fall in love with yourself again. That's awesome. So make a date with yourself and put it on your calendar. Yes. And yes. Treat it important because you are as important as whatever else is on your calendar or whoever else is on your calendar. And one thing I discovered when I started doing things like that with the dancing and riding my bike and just um, even by myself was that I showed up so much better with everyone else in my life when I was doing something for me, when I was also taking care of me and putting myself higher up on that priority list to, to just go do something just for me that helps, you know, relieve tension, relieve stress, helps me enjoy life. And then when I'm, you know, back at my job or running my business or with my husband or other family members or, or whatever else I do in my life, I'm showing up a whole lot better. Then if I don't take the time, I think women, a lot of times deal with this feeling. I know I did this feeling of like guilt. Like if I go dancing by myself tonight, I remember struggling so much with that feeling of guilt. I shouldn't be doing that. My husband's at home watching TV. I have work to do. What am I doing? Just going off. And then I realized, wait a minute, when I do that, it's so good for me physically. It relieves stress and tension. I have fun. I'm a better person when I come back and it's good for me. It's important to do it. And that helped me to start prioritizing my own enjoyment of life. That is not being selfish. You are actually giving a gift to everyone in your life because you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. I found that as well. You're very, you're rejuvenated. You have more to give other people by doing that for yourself. And you're not cranky, you know, you're very vibrant and alive when you're around other people and exactly. and they feed off your energy. So then everybody becomes more vibrant and alive and people want to be around you because you give off such a great energy. And, and like I said, people feed off your energy. If you come in all stressed and, you know, upset about things, then 
I don't want to be around people like that. So take some time for yourself and yeah, rejuvenate, revitalize, get yourself, you know, so that you are happy again at your core. And like I said, it radiates the energy that people want to be around. True. And you could see the proof of that when people were looking for your next adventure. When's your next adventure? They're following you. <laughs> That's true. So do you have like a YouTube channel where all these... I do not. I just did this okay. all on my own. On yeah, just on Instagram okay. at A More Mature Life. So. A More Mature yeah. Life. I love that. A More Mature Life. It just life. plays off my name, Kim Matura. So yeah. <laughs> So if you guys want to see some of her adventures and her pictures, just follow her on Instagram, a more mature life. And I know you and I talked uh, when we first met about, you know, I was saying you should take all these adventures and put them into a book or something or, or a guide, maybe like, you know, a guide to um, enjoying your life more or something. So ideas of things women could do, you know, stories of what you've done. I think that would be super popular. Yeah. I actually have, since we have talked, I had, I have started that and uh, yeah. Oh, good. And uh, some things that other women have done that they've told me that I've inspired them to do. Like my friend who does the, you know, restaurant a, a month, you know, going through the alphabet. So yeah. Wonderful. Well, I look forward to seeing that when you get that all. <laughs> And I will definitely, maybe, maybe I'll come back then. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we'll tell people all about it. That was fabulous. I would read it. Definitely. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Kim, and just sharing a little bit about your adventures. Are there any other ones that you, that we left out that you really want to talk about? Well, I did a corn maze with my family. I'd never done that. Oh, okay. So that was, and that one was with my big extended family. So there was probably like 30 or 40 of us. Oh. Went to a ghost town. I met a YouTuber that I followed. Oh, I met nice. somebody that I had followed on Twitter. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I met them in person. Um, I did a 5k. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> Just <Good> for you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done one since, but <laughs> when we're able to get back out again, you should try contra dancing. You I will try that because yes. I've done the belly dancing. So contra, and it's so the pole fun. dancing. So yeah, contra dance. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my list of yeah, things to do. Put it on your list then. and Google it. I'm sure it's somewhere in your area. They have them everywhere. Oh, paddle boarding. Have you ever tried that? I have not, but I go to San Diego every year. And so I will try that. We've gone on canoes. We've done canoeing in uh, Mission Bay, but I will try paddle boarding. Yeah, that's another thing my daughter had me doing. <laughs> it was really fun. She got me on a paddleboard and I was scared, but I ended up really enjoying it. You should try scuba diving sometime. I know that's, that is one that I have on my list of things to do. Yeah. And maybe when I go to San Diego again, we'll yeah. try that. So yeah. Well, thank you again for coming onto the show. And I'm um, really excited to have this chance to share what you're doing and just to inspire other women that maybe are, are a little bored or feel like they're a little boring to start putting stuff on your list, get it on your mm -hmm. calendar and go do it. Even if it's by yourself or if you can find other people, but get out there and live life and enjoy it while you can. And it does help you to be more um, present in your life. It just has so many benefits. So thanks for sharing that and all your wisdom that you've learned. And we look forward to when you put your book out there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Thank you. All right, ladies, so that's it for now. As usual, be confident, be real, and be you. I hope you enjoyed that episode and got a lot out of it that will help you 
on your journey to becoming fearlessly confident. If you would like to know how to work with me to help you to become fearlessly confident, just email me, Janelle, at EmergingLifeCoaching.com. You can also go to my website. There's lots of great resources on there, including a free mini course called Be Confident, Be Real, Be You. It's a three-video course with downloadable action guides that will definitely help you to get on this journey to becoming fearlessly confident. My website is EmergingLifeCoaching.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, be fearless, be confident, and be you.